What's up, lovely people? Welcome back to Let's Be Real, the podcast where we dive into the raw truths of life and wash with the wisdom of God's word. I'm your host, Amon Kingston, a.k.a. Prophet J, and I'm thrilled to have you with me again. Today, our journey continues as we venture into the heart of the Promised Husband series, exploring the crucial role of the peacemaker. In relationships, have you ever longed for a partner who not only loves, provides, and protects, but also brings harmony and wisdom to your world? That's exactly what the peacemaker embodies. We'll delve into biblical narratives and real-life anecdotes to uncover the profound qualities that define the promised husband as the peacemaker. So whether you're seeking insights for your own relationship, eager to understand the essence of peacemaking, or simply here to explore, this episode is just for you. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that challenges your perceptions, ignites your spirit, and inspires your heart. Welcome to Let's Be Real, and let's explore the peacemaker together. You ready? Let's get it. All right, you already know how we do it. Before we jump into our content, we pray first. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you for this episode, The Peacemaker, oh God, a part of the Promised Husband series, oh God. We thank you for this series. We thank you for the previous episodes, oh God. We thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge, oh God, that you are imparting in us. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus that every listener is blessed. In the name of Jesus, that their life is forever changed. In the name of Jesus, oh God, that the women will understand the importance, oh God, of having a man. In the name of Jesus, that provides for them, that protects them, oh God. And now, oh God, brings them some type of peace, oh God, some sort of peace, oh God, that provides them, oh God, in the name of Cheetah, with a space, in the name of Cheetah, that is not toxic, in the name of Cheetah, but it's pure and holy, in the name of Cheetah, oh God, I pray that every man, under the sound of my voice, will understand that he must step up to be, in the name of Jesus, oh God, the promised husband, the peacemaker, the provider, the protector, he must step up to the plate, in the name of Jesus, oh God, in order to lead effectively, so Father, we thank you you once again in the name of Jesus, oh God, and we declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, hallelujah, that men in the name of Jesus, oh God, shall be changed forevermore, that women shall be changed forevermore. We speak to the mindset today in the name of Jesus, we pull down every stronghold in the name of the mind, in the name of Jesus, oh God, and we ask that you fill our minds with your glory, fill our minds in the name of Jesus with your wisdom, in the name of Jesus, oh Oh God, we are open to receive today in the name of Jesus, oh God, as we dive into the topic of the peacemaker. So, Father, we thank you. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Let's get it. All right. It's finally that time for us to dive into the peacemaker. First things first, what is a peacemaker? One of the definitions of a peacemaker is one who is actively trying to reconcile people to God and to one another. Now, that's from a biblical perspective. Now, one of the, another definition is a person who brings about peace 
especially by reconciling adversaries. Or a synonym could be called a piece of a peacemaker is an arbitrator or a mediator, uh, a negotiator, adjudicator, a judge, right? One who has the authority to make a decision between two opposing parties, right? So I want you to I want you to look at the promised husband as a man who has the authority to judge righteously, right? To judge righteously, to come, to bring people to a place of reconciliation, of understanding, to a place of unity. This is this is what a peace, this is what a promised husband is. This is a man that has the ability to bring people into unity, to understand one another. And not only understand one another, he also has the power to help them understand their relationship with God. And so with that being said, I asked a question today with you women, had the men that you have dealt with, um, the men that you are surrounded by, are they men that lead people to strengthen their relationship with God? Are the men that you are entertaining, do they have the capacity to be able to bring people together in unity? I ask this question because you have to understand that you want a man that has the ability to communicate in such a way to bring resolve in tough situations. You want a man that has the ability, the power, and the authority to bring solutions to hard situations and hard trials and tribulations. You want a man that has the ability to judge situations righteously. So I ask you the question, woman of God, have you been entertaining men that had these characteristics? Or have you been entertaining men that are crab in a bucket like? They have a crab in a bucket mindset. They, they, they can't judge a lick of nothing. They can't reconcile anything or anyone. They don't have the ability to bring resolve to situations. If these are the type of men that you have been entertaining, you need to do a reevaluation. Re you need to do a reevaluation because like I said, you want a man that has the characteristics of what I spoke about. Listen, let's go to the word. In Proverbs 31, the Bible said, we started at verse four. It said, it is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to desire strong drink. Otherwise they drink and forget the law and its decrees and pervert the rights and justice of all the afflicted. So let's stop right there. I want to read that again. It said, it is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to desire strong drink otherwise they drink and forget the law and its decrees and pervert the rights and justice of all the afflicted 
Now, I want you to remember what I said, right? That if a peacemaker is someone who has the ability to bring peace, the ability to reconcile people, the ability to help uh, relationships grow, to help people grow in their relationship with God. If this is what a peacemaker is within the promised husband, then tied to this scripture, that means that any man that gets drunk, any man that, that causes for himself to go into an intoxicated state and to a place where he no longer has the ability to make sound decisions, woman of God, that's not the man for you. I don't care how many cars he got. I don't care how big his house is. I don't care how big his real estate portfolio is, his stock portfolio. I don't care how big of a church he may got. I don't care how how good you think he smell. Come on, you like his beard. You like, no, 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 no. Any man that puts himself in an intoxicated space where he cannot make sound decisions is not the man for you according to the scripture come on because we have to understand that strong wine strong wine strong drink it interferes with the brain's communication pathways right and it makes it hard to be controlled to be balanced it makes it hard to judge right, right? Now let's get down in the scripture. It says, we jump down to verse eight. It says, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are unfortunate and defenseless. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and administer justice for the afflicted and needy. If a man is in an intoxicated space, he's delirious, he can't think straight, he's off balanced. This is not a man that has the ability to judge righteously. He cannot open up his mouth to be the mediator, to be the one to bring reconciliation between people. He cannot open up his mouth to administer justice for the afflicted and needy. Why? because he cannot judge righteously. He, sh- he has no ability to be a peacemaker because he's not balanced himself. And so because he's not balanced himself, what makes you think in your mind, woman of God, that he can balance you? Listen, I know some of you like, oh, you know, it's gonna be, you know, you try to pat him on the, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right, you know. The Lord knows your heart and you, you, you sit there and you try. You've been, some of you have been trying and trying and trying with that man, but he keep on drinking. He keep on going back to the same old way. He keep on hoeing around on you. You have no peace in your house. You have no peace. Everywhere you go, you have no peace because that man keeps stressing you out, woman of God. It's time for you to pack it up and leave. It's time for you to pack it up and leave. For those of you who are already in relationships and you have no peace, you are in a toxic relationship and that man does not want to do right. Come on, I'm talking to those of you women who you, you, you do right. 
Come on, you do right. You read your word. You pray. Come on, it's not just you. Yes, you go to church, but it's not you really have relationship with God. But you keep connecting yourself to men, to men who have no substance, to men who refuse. Come on here to get into a place for God to heal him, for God to move in him, for God to mold and shape him. You keep on trying to make little boys into grown men. Woman of God, I'm here to tell you today as a man of God myself, pack it up and keep it pushing. Pack it up and keep it pushing. If he can't bring you peace, it's time for you to go find peace elsewhere. Come on here. Go find you some peace. Leave the toxic men alone. Leave the drunks alone. Come on here. They want to be drunk. They want to be lazy. They don't want to do nothing. Leave them alone. You go find you some peace in the Lord, woman of God. Go find you some peace in the Lord. It is not your portion as a, oh my God, yes, Lord, I thank you. It is not your portion, woman of God. Hallelujah. God loves you. God knows the plans that he has for you, plans of good and not of evil, hallelujah, to give you a hope for your expected end. And so if the plans that God said he has for you are good, but the man that you are currently with is showcasing plans of evil, is showcasing plans of toxic, is showcasing plans, come on here, that's going to be detrimental to you, that you know is going to lead you straight to hell, it's time for you to pack it up and go. Because that's obviously not the plans that God has for you because God's plans are good. They're not evil. And so if you find yourself in a place right now, listen to me, you find yourself in a place right now where you have no peace, you feel like you're going to lose your mind dealing with that man, let him go. Let him go. You need a peacemaker in your life. You need a peacemaker in your life. Not someone that's going to bring chaos into your home. Not someone that's going to bring chaos between you and your children, between you and your mama, between you and your daddy. Come on here. Some of you, some men have entered into your life. Listen, women of God. Some of you are dealing with men. Come on, and ever since they came into your life, uh, every relationship you got is rocky. You and the relationship with your mama is rocky now. Come on here, the relationship with your father is rocky now. Your children starting to act crazy. It's because the spirit, uh, the demonic spirit that's on the inside of him is transferring into the atmosphere, and now it's coming upon your children. It's going everywhere you go, and so now every every conversation you have with other people it seems like you always fighting at war with people and the reason why is because you're dealing with somebody who's at war within themselves and they're causing war wherever they go come on shall we go deeper today come on in the bible we all know about the story of Jonah. well some of you may not know but the story of jonah god told jonah 
Yes, Lord. God told Jonah to go to a Pacific place, and Jonah decided to disobey. My God, today, come on, Hallelujah! He told him to go, but Jonah decided to disobey. And what happened was, Jonah decided to get on the ship to go to another place. And while on that ship, he was downstairs sleeping. He was he was downstairs of the ship sleeping, and what happened was the ship began to rock on the ocean. The waves began to trouble. They were troubled. The water was troubled. Come on here, and the people the the the, uh, the people on the ship were like, "What the world is going on?" And when he woke up, he said, "The problem is me." <laughs> Listen, so some of you, you are dealing with men. Come on. It's like, it seems like they have, it seems like they are content. It seems like they, you know, they go to sleep easy at night. They go to sleep and, and they chilling and, you know, you know, it's, they act like everything is all good. And you like, but you feel like you're going crazy. This is what happens when a man, especially a man of God, does not heed to the word of the Lord for his life. He brings chaos everywhere he goes. He brings chaos everywhere that he goes. And so it seems like everything is all good when you look at him, but your life is in shambles. Your ship is rocking now, all because you got somebody who you got somebody who was on board that was never supposed to be on board. Come on here, women of God, listen to me. You got, I want you to imagine your life as a ship. Hallelujah, Tina. And some of you, you were selling, your ships were selling on the sea. It was selling real nice. You were selling on down the river, selling on down the ocean. But now all of a sudden, the waves are troubled and it's getting hard to steer the boat. And it feels like the boat about to tip over. It's because you got a stowaway on your ship. You got somebody that was not authorized to be on your ship. It's somebody on your ship that was not given clearance, my God, to be there. Hallelujah. But some of you, you have opened up your doors to some men of God who are disobedient. Hallelujah. Cheetah, come on here. The Bible talks about how when you are disobedient, it brings curses to your name. So some of you have opened up doors to men of God who are disobedient. And because you have opened the door to them, they brought them curses right along with them. And now your house is cursed. Now your children curse. Now your mama, your daddy curse. Why? Because you done connected yourself to somebody who was never supposed to be there in the first place. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. I know you love them. I know you want the best for them. I know you want to see them win. But it does not come at the cost of your peace, woman of God. It does not come at the cost of sacrificing your peace, your sanity. Stop giving up your sanity. For crabbing a bucket, man. Stop giving up your peace. I don't care how good he lay it down in the bed. I don't care how much money he put in your hand. I don't care if he pay your rent. I don't care. 
He pay your car no. I don't care. He can't. He pay your light bill. I don't care about none of that. If he don't bring you no peace, let him go. Let him go. I said it in the last episode. God, when God brings a man, he brings a whole man. Not a man that's going to help you in this area, but bring hell in this area. No, that's not the type of God that we serve. God brings whole men, men that are going to help you all around. So it does not matter what he does for you. It don't matter about what he has in the bank and what kind of car he driving, how nice he dresses, how good he smells, how good he lay it down in the bed. Come on, some of y'all need to stop sleeping around anyway. But that's another that's another topic. What I'm saying is, all of that does not matter if he's not bringing peace into your life. Listen, let me tell you something. If more relationships, if all of your relationships are starting to dissolve ever since you got with this man, that ain't the one for you. I'm trying to listen. Now, there are times. Where a man of God will come into your life and you may be connected to some snakes. And a man of God that can see, he'll say, nah, baby, you can't be connected to Shaquita and Pookie. You can't be connected to none of them no more because they ain't good for you. Um, a true man of God will do that. But if a man comes into your life and every relationship that you have built, even those that are real strong, are starting to dissolve, that ain't the one for you. That means, because what that means is there's a spirit of discord. There's a spirit of division. There's a spirit on the inside of that man that is causing for chaos to erupt in your life. And that's not the one for you. And so it means you must let him go. You must let him go. Listen, the Bible talks about that the man must love his wife. As Christ loves the church. And the Bible talks about that the goal is unity. God has given all of us gifts and he's given us so much for us to be unified as one. Not for us to be divided. And so, but when, when, when you find yourself in the midst of people and now it seems like everything is starting to fall apart, everything is dividing in your life, there's no more unity, you have no more peace, your sanity is gone, you feel like you're going to lose your mind, come on here, that's how you know that someone is not sent by God. But because they help fill a need, woo, Jesus, ah, Jesus, 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 come on. Because they help fill a need, you open up your door to them. But can I tell you today that God will supply all of your needs? God will supply all of your needs. Come on. Philippians, the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 19. And my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Come on here. God will supply all of your needs. You do not have to lose your peace, lose your sanity. 
for a moment of pleasure, for a moment, for some, for a season, for someone to fulfill your need in a season. No, God will supply all your needs. All of them, not some, not a fourth, not a half, not a, a, not a quarter. No, all, the whole. God will supply all of your needs. You got to trust in him. You have to trust in God that he's going to come through. Come on. The Bible says, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. That's Proverbs 3, chapter 5. Lean not into your own understanding, but trust in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. He will make your you will make your path straight. He will make every crooked place straight. Come on here. You don't have to worry. You don't have to do this thing in your own understanding. You don't have to. God will supply all of your needs, woman of God. He will supply all of your needs. So don't feel like you have to give up your peace for a man to come into your life just to pay your light bill, just to put food on your table for your children. Yes, I know it's tempting, and I know you want that help. But listen, think about think about your think about your life, think about your children's life, think about. Your health. Think about your mind. Think about your emotion. Think about everything. Is it really worth me allowing this man to pay my light bill? But I know he's crazy. I know he has the potential to off me, to harm me, to harm my children. I know it's the type of man he is, but I'm in a bind. And you know, he say he'll pay my rent. He say he'll pay my light bill. He say he'll do this, but. He brings me no peace. Ask yourself the question, woman of God, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Don't lose your life. Don't lose your life. Don't lose your sanity. Don't lose your peace. Don't put yourself in harm's way. Don't put your children in harm's way. Don't put your family. Don't put your job. Don't put anything in harm's way for a man. He's not that, it's not that serious. He's not that important. Trust and believe he's not that important, woman of God. It's not that important. Trust in God, I'm telling you, God gonna come through for you. I prophesy over your life. You listening under the sound of my voice, woman of God, I prophesy over your life that you're gonna trust in the Lord. You're gonna lean into his understanding, not your own. You're going to know that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. You don't need no man that's going to come in. Yeah, 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 he got the money, but he crazy. Crazy as hell. He's crazy. No, God, I want you to give it to me so I can do it. That, let that be your prayer, woman of God. God, give it to me so I can do it. A lot of you guys, send me a man who can pay my bills. Send me a man that can, that can give me a car. Send me a man that can do this and do that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No more of that. God, give it to me so I can do it. 
God, give me the financial stability so that I can pay my own doggone bills, so that I can get myself an own doggone new car, so that I can put food on my table for me and my kids. Give it to me. I don't need no man for that. Go to the source. God is the source. God is the source. Go straight to the source. Stop praying to God. Talk about God sent me a man for this. No, no, no. God says you can get it right now if you would ask for it yourself instead of asking for me to send a man for, to give it to you. That's why some of y'all getting in trouble now. Because y'all praying these prayers out loud. And the enemy is hearing y'all pray these prayers. And so now he said, oh, all right. She did. A, she want a man. She want a man to come pay her bills. And, and guess what? The enemy sent that man right onto your door. And you think, oh, God done sent me a man. No, he didn't. God ain't send you a lick of nothing. The enemy heard your prayer and he sent that man right onto your door. Right onto your job. And you're like, ooh, God done sent my man. God done sent my husband. No, that ain't your husband. That ain't your man. No, the enemy sent that man to you because he heard what you said and he's like, okay. This how I'm going to get her. Because cause see, what, what some of y'all don't realize is y'all put y'all focus on a man so much to the point that some of y'all have idolized the idea of having a man. And so now what happens is the enemy plays off of that and he keeps sending you men and you keep thinking every man being sent to you is your husband. But that's not your husband. It's a counterfeit. It's someone who came into your life to literally derail you, derail your children, derail you off your job, of ministry completely to literally bring chaos into your life. No more. No more woman of God. No more woman of God. Let these men go. Let these men go. He can't bring peace. He's not a peacemaker. Let him go. He can't judge righteously. Let him go. He want to be a drunk and a sleazer and a lazy and a lazy ward. And he don't want to do nothing with his life. Let him go. Let him go. Gone are the days where you women of God feel like you got to train little boys up to be grown men. No. Let God deal with them. You focus on you and God and your children. You got children, focus on your children. Focus on your business. Focus on your ministry. Focus on doing what God told you to do. That's what you do. But leave, let, let, leave these men alone. Listen, let me tell you something. God going to send you the man at the right time. He's going to send you the man at the right time. You don't got to idolize it. Know that God going to come. What it say? He going to supply all your needs. God know you want a man. God knows. He knows you got sexual needs. He knows you. He knows. He created you. He knows everything. He knows all of this. Trust in him and know that he's going to send it to you. But when God sends it, you're gonna you still gonna have your peace. You're gonna have your sanity. Come on here. You're gonna feel glorious. It's gonna feel like something you ain't never felt before. That's how majestic it's gonna feel. You're gonna feel like royalty when the one that God got for you show up. You're gonna feel like royalty. You're gonna feel like you've been crowned as a queen of a kingdom. That's how you're gonna feel, woman of God. Come on. So I'm here. I'm your brother in Christ. I'm standing with you. Let you know, listen, 
these little, you know, these little, these little, I'm gonna call them little, you know, you know, they say, oh, I like your little job, I like your little this, I like your little, I'm gonna say, you know, these little podcast men and these little men out here, I'm gonna call them little, these little men out here who try to tell y'all, y'all need to lower y'all standards and y'all need to do this and y'all need to do that because they, you know, all oh, you need to submit to your man. Oh, listen, I'm the brother in Christ that's standing with y'all to let y'all know you ain't got to listen to not nan word that they say. Nan word. Because if they really understood submission, they will understand that they got to submit to you too. They will understand that there's some things and guidelines, some rules that apply to them as it pertains to you. So listen, listen to me. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know the truth, woman of God. You don't got to lower your standards. Your peace comes first. Your sanity comes first. You come first. Stop putting yourself on the back burner, your stuff on the back burner to try to build him up, to try to get him to a place where he don't even, he's not even willing to go. No, ma'am, we ain't do, you, no, you ain't doing it no more. You ain't doing it no more. It's the, this season about you. This about you, sis. This one about, this one about you. You, you square up, you, you, you post up and say, it's about me. It's about me, bro. No, I don't care what you say. I ain't lowering my standards. I'ma leave you at the door. I'ma shake the dust off my feet and keep it pushing. That's the that's the attitude I want y'all to have. Cause some of y'all y'all are worthy. Come on here, y'all are fearfully and wonderfully made. You ain't finna sit here. No, y'all ain't weak. Y'all ain't no punks. Y'all are women of God, and it's time for y'all to stand up as just that, women of God full of wisdom, full of understanding, full of favor. You are walking favor. You are walking favor for a man. If he can't respect that, keep it pushing. You hear me? I'ma leave y'all with that. If he can't respect that you are walking favor and he don't wanna act, he don't wanna bring peace or nothing like that, keep it pushing, sis, period. All right, that wraps up our exploration of the peacemaker in this episode of Let's Be Real. We've uncovered the significance of having a partner who not only loves, provides, and protects, but also brings harmony and wisdom into our lives. Drawing from biblical wisdom and real-life insights, we've unveiled the essence of the peacemaker as an essential aspect of the promised husband. Remember, the peacemaker isn't just a role, it's an embodiment of harmony and wisdom in relationships. Whether you're seeking to enrich your own relationship or simply curious about the profound impact of the peacemaker, we're grateful you joined us today. Stay tuned for our next episode of Let's Be Real as we continue our journey through the Promise Husband series. Thank you for being a part of our podcast community. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Until next time, keep it real, cherish the peace, and remember, love thrives in harmony. Have a wonderful day.